driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing. I'm Emma, with 10 years of the marketing industry experience, two degrees, four awards, and a whole heap of learnings along the way. I'm here to be your marketing mentor and tell you everything I wish I'd have known to give you the skills and confidence to become a superstar marketing manager. And I'm here to be your biggest cheerleader. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's do this. Hello, I'm back. How is it September already? Oh my goodness. I remember recording the last episode in June and being like, I've got so long and it's already September, which is insane. So gonna have a bit of a catch up podcast with you guys today, catch you up on what I've been doing, both away from podcasting, away from marketing, what I've missed in marketing that I want to cover with you all, and then finishing up with what I'm going to be doing to get myself back on track. Now, I usually get myself back on track after Christmas, and I am I'm not embarrassed, but I am going to be honestly sharing with you guys that I need to get myself back on track with marketing nuggets. And so I'm here to share how I'm going to do that. Now, starting off on the honesty path, if you've just listened to the season finale where I'm like, this is what I'm going to concentrate on over summer. And a lot of the things I mentioned were, I can't even remember, I don't even want to listen back, but I was talking about how I'm going to do more stuff on my website, how I really want to do some like more concentrated stuff on marketing nuggets. And I'm not going to lie to you all, I've done a little bit on my website. It is coming along nicely. I wanted to have done more. I wanted to have planned out more things and I just haven't. So starting off with a confession that I haven't done a whole heap of things for marketing nuggets and marketing nuggets I do as my side hustle. I do it alongside my my nine to five job, as you guys know. And so, yeah, I've just not done what I wanted to, but it's fine. We're here. I'm recording. We are going to do... I promise we're going to do weekly episodes up until Christmas. So that makes season five, 16 episodes long. Now we're going to cover a bunch of things. As I mentioned today, I'm going to get going to go into like things that help me get back on track productively but I'm also going to be doing some other things like we're going to delve into the dreaded GA4, how I split my time between in the marketing and on the marketing, translating a campaign from UK to US, we're going to do some more on events, we're going to have an AI catch-up later this season and we're also going to be doing a whole bunch of other things as well. Oh, I know what the other thing that I said I was going to do as well as website was Instagram and I failed massively and that's because I'm just not a social girly. I am just really want to be a social girly but I'm just not but I'm going to do, I think it's easier when I've got my episodes and my podcast because I can just do them like in one so I'm going to be doing it up until Christmas so yes. It has been very, very silent on that channel and I'm just a failure. I haven't got any excuse. I've just not done what I wanted to do. But let's catch up. So what have I been doing? And I want to say that I summered hard. I went on holiday immediately after I recorded my last podcast, went to Greece, had a really amazing, relaxing time, got the holiday blues, of course. I've been spending time with my family. I went to see Greece in the West End. It had also been my birthday also been watching a lot of Netflix, Amazon Prime. Are you team Conrad or team Jeremiah? I am team Conrad all the way. I've also been reading a lot of TikTok books. So 
if there is a TikTok book out there that you don't know if you should read, I've probably read it. So if you want some book recommendations, I can also give you guys that. Can't give you any marketing recommendations, but I can give you some TikToks ones. And hey, I'm just going to say I do not like Emily Henry books. So yeah, these these references are pretty niche, but hopefully a couple of you are getting it. And then my most favourite band in the world, Boyce Avenue, who are a covers band from the US, have been in the UK. So I have been to see them twice because I am a mega, mega fan. So I've had a gorgeous summer. And I think that this is kind of one thing that I know I'm like, not talking about anything marketing, but I think it's like important to say, you know, I am a productivity queen, generally day to day, I get so much done. And it's one of my kind of pluses whilst I'm less on the creative side of marketing I am more on the like get it done side but we all go through waves of not being not feeling like you want to be doing everything and you can't be 100% in your personal life professional life and in your side hustle life all at the same time you're gonna have ebbs and flows and it just so happened that I had an ebb over summer so as I mentioned I'm gonna be going through how I'm gonna get back on track with my productivity But first, let's catch up on some marketing things because so much happened, I feel like, over summer. So I want to touch on a couple of the things that were most relevant to me. So whilst I was on holiday, actually, Threads launched and I saw everybody going absolutely crazy for it. And then I feel like it's died down. Like I've not heard anything really about Threads since like that first week of launch. I'm not really sure if they've done much advertising on it, especially because they have Instagram. You think that they would be using it to promote their threads. Threads is the Instagram version of Twitter. For me, I just don't have time for another channel at the moment. Instagram isn't where my main target audience is for my marketing world. And so I'm not implementing it at the moment. If Instagram was my main channel for my target audience, it might be something that I look into. But in all honesty, I haven't seen a whole bunch about it. I don't know if it will... will, um, be as popular as other other apps but it's got Instagram well it's got meta behind it so you would think that it it does have kind of the possibility to be a really good next app so oh you will all know if you're in the marketing weeds that GA4 launched GA4 is taken over from Universal Analytics and it is what the majority of us, I think like over 80% in the in the world's websites use Google Analytics and so it's the newest version, GA4. They've officially stopped processing data through the old way. I used the old analytics right up until D-Day, which was a couple of weeks ago, to really use Universal Analytics because I loved it. I knew what I was doing in there and GA4 is, yeah, completely different. It's taken me some getting used to I have been some doing some training sessions on it. I've been using it myself. So I am going to do a dedicated episode to GA4 because one of my most popular episodes I did a while back was spend 20 minutes in Google Analytics to get what you need. And so I want to do something similar for GA4, do a bit of a training background bite size because it is probably one of the most boring topics in marketing, but we got to do it. Even if we're not the data marketing girlies, we got to do it. So I will be going over that but yeah that's happened which is super annoying but I think that everyone's got to take some time to figure out how to use it for themselves and I have been assured that it will help us in the long run I hope so hope so Google okay the next one Twitter changed its name to X didn't it and I've never been a massive fan of Twitter in fact I deleted my account 
not that long ago because I never went on it. The only reason why I went on it was to check if there was like live sport going on to get updates on that. If there was like world breaking news happening, go there. Or if the other social platforms were down, to check if they were down, I would go to Twitter. But I found that like a lot of the tweets that were coming along my newsfeed were quite... Um, depressing and like it was like all of these shocking things that like you just should not be seeing and they just appear on my newsfeed like with no kind of policing and it was just like I do not want to see gross horrible upsetting things and I found that that was a lot that was on my feed and like I wasn't following these accounts like it was just whatever was appearing in my newsfeed so don't know how that happened but yeah I've deleted mine account and I've never really liked Twitter anyway because I think that you've got to be a really niche brand to put Twitter in your social I hate that it literally exists for like one minute and then it goes it's like all of that work for one minute on a news feed so I've never ever been a fan of it I'd prefer to go for social platforms that have a longevity like LinkedIn like Pinterest Instagram of course is gonna be there Facebook's dying a death but I would go for something like Pinterest over Twitter I just yeah I've never been a fan of it and so in both personal and professional I don't really care that you've changed it to x because I'm not gonna be on it sorry. Okay, and then it would be amiss of me to not talk about the marketing phenomenon over summer, which was the Barbie movie. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to spend very long on it, but I did see this quote and I wanted to share it with you all. It said, today, I'm going to channel the confidence of the executive who asked for the Barbie marketing budget of 150 million to be greater than the budget of the movie itself, which was 145 million. And that is the vibe that we are going with. I love it. I think of all the times that I've asked for marketing spend budgets and you go in with a big campaign idea and you propose it and then you have the the final slide, which is like the budget breakdown and you hold your breath. And I just think of like, I've never been so ballsy to ask for 140. 50 million I think I should up my marketing campaigns for that but they did so so much with it it has been super super successful I love that they just got their branding that hot pink literally they used it so well to their advantage there was billboards with literally just a hot pink on there it's such an iconic color and name that they got to do so much and they had so much fun I feel like with the marketing they already knew that they had their brand cemented and so they could be really fun with the tactics and channels that they used now one of the things that kind of stood out to me the most and the only part I'm going to talk about is the collabs so it's reported that they had over 2,000 different brand product etc collaborations and you know my first thought was flipping heck the hope they were organized because I mean I've done launches before with like two or three collabs and it's like insane the amount of little things that you need to think about so I was very impressed with the organization of that I bet there's amazing people in Mattel Mattel is that how you say it Mattel (laughs) in Mattel's marketing department absolute kudos for you for navigating over 2,000 collabs and that was just one part of their marketing that's just one channel they made many many more channels so I can only imagine how big that marketing department was to pull that off some of the collabs that I loved were Burger King Crocs Uno Airbnb I loved that there was a Malibu dream house and they also had a pop-up cafe in Malibu 
one of the things that I loved was it was very, very global. There was clothing collabs for different areas of the world. A couple that stood out to me was they had Primark in the UK and probably in other areas as well where there's Primark. But I also loved that I saw in Cotton On and you gap year girls and boys will know that Cotton On is a very, very popular Aussie brand. They also had Forever 21 collab as well. So Americans, they also had a collab with you. I just love that it was international and they had something going on in all of like kind of the main hubs around the world. And yeah, kudos, loved it. I also watched the Barbie movie. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And I loved some of the really big speeches in there that just kind of made me feel all the warms and fuzzies. So the final thing that I thought was so cool over summer, and I'm not sure if you would have seen it, so I'm going to pop it in the show notes, was ahead of the Women's World Cup, there was the coolest advert and it had AI in so very very on point and it was basically the French national team scoring goals and so you like saw historical goals that had happened and it was the men's team and they were all like showing the amazing goals and then celebrating but little did we know until the end of the advert it was actually the women's football team that had done those goals and those celebrations and they'd used AI to put the men's football team in there and I think it was such a powerful message about equality like you would celebrate this so much being the man's team but now it's the women's team you know it doesn't necessarily have as much hype I just thought it was super powerful loved it put it in the show notes it was beautifully done I wonder how much it cost but the AI was glorious So let's move on and talk about how I'm going to get my productivity game back to 100%. Now, don't get me wrong, although I have summered and had a gorgeous time, I've also been super, super busy at work because we are currently in the middle of changing our UK campaign over to the US with a Q3 launch. So super, super busy at the moment, but I want all of my areas to be firing 100%. So some things that I do to get back on track with my productivity. So starting up with my favorite thing is my planner. So my planner is really, really like key to this. And I've tried a couple of different ways. I've tried electronic on things like Trello. I've tried just regular notepads, but, and you need to kind of try what works for you. But a planner that I can hand write in is absolutely the best thing for me. And I've tried all the planners. I used to literally go around like in Christmas holidays, going to like all of the shops, going to Papier, going to WH Smith, doing all the shops, trying to find a decent planner because I wanted it to be not just like a regular notebook. Like I wanted like places where I could literally write my to-do lists. And what I found was that they were either too small or they, they didn't have enough room or it was just kind of yeah, terribly laid out. And up until this year, I was a Papier girl. They do a really nice one where you can customize the front, loved it. But I have to say that the productivity method by Grace Beverly has taken over. I now do not live without it. I love the sections. It has a schedule section, quick ticks, tasks, and then projects. So it's kind of perfect for us marketing girlies that need to have all of those sections. I also put in it things like in my quick tick sections, it's like, okay, check for leads, check for emails, anybody I need to email back, any quick admin bits I can do, anything I need to delegate. My tasks are things that I need to do for the day. And then also my projects are the kind of campaign bits that I'm always working on. So I really love that. And that is kind of what I go back to. They've also just started selling them on Amazon. So really recommend. They do kind of go in and out of stock. So I usually buy like two or three at once. Because then when I run out, I'm not like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And it makes just, yes, such a difference. I love it. It's definitely got a lot of space. So even if you've got the busiest day coming up, it really works. 
The next one is my routines. And even on the weekends, I have a set routine. It's less strict, but I still have a get up time, still work out first thing. And then on a Sunday, I do a reset. So I make sure that I've got all the food in for the week. I kind of set myself up to have a real like good day on a Monday. So this is like chopping all the veg that I might be having in my salads that week. It could be making sure all the laundry's put away. If I'm like traveling to London or going anywhere for work, I make sure that I know what I'm gonna wear. Can I pack some things already that aren't gonna get creased so that if I'm going on a Thursday and Wednesday, I need to do very minimal things. So yeah, just doing those kind of things in advance to set me up for my busy days is always something that's really helped me and just kind of helps me get back into the mindset of, you've got to be productive. What are you going to do to be doing that? And I am notoriously grumpy on a Monday. I just can't help it. I've always been that way working in corporate. I've always, always been grumpy on a Monday and I just can't help it. And so I do try and do as much admin as I can on Mondays. I don't have any of like my creative sessions on Mondays. I don't have as many meetings on Mondays. I try and avoid it. I just try and get through a lot of the things. I'm also always fine by Tuesday, but I just know that I'm gonna be a grumpy Monday girl. So I try and set myself up so that I'm not too grumpy and that I'm doing kind of the things that just need to be done and don't need me to be in like the best mood ever because you're not gonna be in the best mood every single day. The next thing is getting that water bottle that you love. Oh, I could go on about water bottles forever. It's probably my one of my hobbies is getting really nice water bottles. But I think that one of the things that people always say, and it's so true, is drink your water. You're going to feel so much better. So I have found a couple of water bottles from TK Maxx that keep the ice cold all day. And yes, whilst I would love a Stanley Cup, this these work just as well. So literally what I do is I have like a one litre water bottle in the morning I'm filling that up making sure I drink that before lunch and then after lunch seems such a small thing but it really does have like it really makes a lot of difference to me and I just then don't sit there and guzzle coffee all day and then feel terrible for it because I also do that and that doesn't help so if I've got the water to hand I'm going to drink the water and it just makes me feel better so it's a small thing and that could be anything it could be that you want to have less caffeine or it could be that you want to drink more tea just be really intentional with what it is for you that's going to help because when I'm not intentional I swear I drink four coffees no water and then by the end of the day I feel terrible and I'm like why wasn't I productive and it's like hmm, maybe because you didn't drink any water today so a bit of a different one but I definitely think that that will help me so I wanted to put it in there okay the next one is you might be in a bit of a funk and so you need some inspiration so find that inspiration that will help you whether that's in industry or not in industry Also, don't be afraid to unfollow people that don't give you the inspiration anymore. Let them go. I let a couple of people go over summer. They don't know I'm not following them anymore. But I was like, you're just not serving me. You're not giving me the inspo that I need. I find that when I need to start my journey again, I need something bite-sized. So bite-sized to me is going to be a podcast. It's not going to be an audio book about marketing. It's not going to be a Google course about GA4. It's not going to be a course about AI. It's going to be a podcast. Now, for me, my go-back to is always Jenna Kutcher, Gold Digger podcast. I love it. It's not like 100% marketing. There's other topics kind of covered. But for me, it's not really about the learning, the marketing on the podcast. It's more about her just being a girl boss, giving those vibes out, getting me motivated, getting me inspired, and really just helping me to be like, I can do this. And it really just helps me feel better versus it being like more of a learning podcasts like hopefully this one so that's what I would start with and then I'd move on to more podcasts like mine that are kind of teaching generally more marketing things I know this one isn't but we're getting back on track it's fine 
So the other thing that I do is I always, which I've spoken about before, is I always have my top three things that I need to do. Always make sure that they're written out at the beginning of the day because then I'm like, even if I do nothing else in the world today at work, these are the three things that I must get done. And I learned that from Jenna Kutcher in 2020 and I've now do it every single day and it's made such a difference. I also block my day. So for me, my mornings, I'm a, even though I said I'm grumpy, I'm only grumpy on Mondays, but regardless of that I'm always more productive in the morning I feel better I can get going I have a lot of my energy so the things that are the harder tasks such as budgets such as planning such as campaigns such as stats anything that I'm really gonna need my brain for I'll do that in the morning I then leave my afternoons for more of my admin tasks like replying to emails like any kind of meetings that we need like a talking meeting those kinds of things I try and leave in the afternoon I need kind of different energy for those whereas my concentrating zone is always in the morning so I always try and structure my day that way especially when I'm in this funk I want to get out of it that's really going to help me as well okay we're nearly done the next thing that I do is I always going back to my to-do list I always write my to-do list before I finish so 15 minutes before I'm finishing work for the day I write down what I need to do tomorrow this helps me in two ways one it helps me relax more in the evenings because I know I've written down everything that I need to do and I'm not trying to keep it into my brain I'm like okay I've already written it I know what I'm going to do secondly when I come then the next day I don't need to spend the first 15-20 minutes remembering what I'm doing what my job is and what I need to do because I've already written it down and so I really save time in the morning because you don't need to think you can just go on autopilot and be like oh look previous me yesterday me helped me out here gave did me a solid and has written down the three things I need to do my block time for this morning and then anything that needs to happen I really encourage you to not get swept up by any emails that have come in overnight if that's your time to be block working see what can be delegated see what can be moved or see what you can do later in the afternoon obviously things come up where you need to jump on it but if you can make sure that you're dictating your day not other people because they've emailed you obviously if it's your boss you must do it <laughs> but I'm just talking about like general emails can they wait can they be moved okay I've got two more my second one is planning my exercise so I generally work out in the morning I feel that it gives me that boost of energy for the day and I've changed my exercise recently and done, done things that I enjoy I've seen so many TikToks being like oh gym 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 weights 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 and I don't enjoy it so I've split my week for everything that I enjoy which includes one gym session one peloton session two hit workouts in a class I love swimming outdoors I've also added in and then I might also do a yoga or a long walk too so I plan that out on that Sunday reset so that I know what I'm doing and then I'm spending less energy in the week figuring out what I'm gonna do so that's one thing that it saves time but two it also then once I've worked out showered had breakfast and then I'm starting my working day I feel much better than if I just rolled out of bed and start my computer I feel like I can be doubly as productive so it's linked to productivity that's just what works for me you might be one of these crazy people that work out in the evening or don't even work out at all but it's kind of the thing that really helps me and helps send to me whatever that might be for you whether it is knitting or reading or I mean mine's also shopping but that's a very unhealthy habit because I spend too much money but whatever that thing is that really centers you maybe it's journaling maybe it is a bit of pilates or a bit of yoga I find that if I do it before I start work it makes a whole heap of difference so that's the thing and then the thing that I was gonna say was that I find myself little rewards so for example I 
love a Starbucks. Anybody knows me, they would laugh at me. I love a Starbucks. And they have this gorgeous drink. I have an iced Americano with, if I'm being really rewarding, I will have it with caramel cold foam. Oh my gosh, it's so nice. Recommend if you want a nice drink. And so I'll be like, okay, if I get through three days of making sure that I've hit my work deadlines, I've recorded a podcast, I've planned for a podcast, on my way to my dog walk, I'm going to pick myself up that Starbucks. It's all about those little rewards and then you can really enjoy them and you know that you've kind of got that to work towards. Don't wait for other people to give you the rewards milestones. Make your own reward milestones. It could just be that you're going to watch your favorite show after work, but only if you get X, Y, and Z done. Also makes a difference. I love that motivation. I sometimes need it. So anything like that, that can just be little pockets of happiness within your day to reward yourself for that productivity. I love to do things like that. Now we know how I'm going to get back on track with my productivity, starting with this very podcast. Here are going to be my focuses from now until Christmas. So get yourself a pen and paper to write yours down too. So firstly, as I mentioned before, we're going to be doing 16 weekly episodes. Here we go. Every Tuesday, they will be released up until the 19th of December. Also, I am going to be posting more on my Instagram. I know I said this in the last episode that I did in the summer, but I'm going to be doing it. You're not going to achieve all your goals every time you set out to do them. So I'm going to put it back in there. I'm going to make sure that I'm at least showing a behind the scenes of each podcast and on launch day as well, putting it out there. So I will be trying to do more. Generally, I just like my Instagram because I can reply to you guys if you're asking me questions, but I do need to be doing a little bit more on there as well. So that's it. From a work perspective, we have a big US campaign launching. Of course, I will be taking you behind the scenes as we do it, but that is going to be my main focus at work. 2024 planning. It's not long until we need to start thinking about what we're going to be doing in 2024. Of course, I will bring you along with me as I do that. I also, as a manager, want to be making sure that I'm spending time, putting time aside to level up my team in various areas, both in marketing and then just also for them to be managers and teaching them along the way, always making sure that I put some time aside to do that. And then I'm also going to be delving into some of the new marketing things as well. So things like AI, things like GA4, keeping my eye out what's going out from a campaign perspective and seeing what inspo that I can draw from as well. So we are going to have an amazing end of Q3 and into Q4 together. I want to say thank you. Welcome back to season five. If you are still listening here for the journey with me, you might have noticed we've got new cover art on our marketing nuggets. I wanted to change it up a bit. I've also got a new description and at some point we're going to have a new intro as well. Just want to keep it all fresh and new. If you are one of my new listeners, hello welcome. There's plenty of previous episodes that you should go and listen to. If you're one of my regulars, thank you. Welcome back. I do this because of you guys. I'm really excited for the next 16 weeks of episodes, which also means it's 16 weeks until Christmas break. So we've got the countdown on and come back next week where we're going to be delving into more of a marketing topic like we usually do. And next week's topic is going to be GA4. So we're going to get straight into it, straight into being data marketing girlies. We can do this, or boys. And I will talk to you next week. Have an amazing week, whatever you're doing. Let's get our productivity back. We can do it together. And I will talk to you next week. 
Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to my Marketing Nuggets podcast. I've been your host, Emma, and I will catch you next time. Bye for now.